Hello, and welcome to episode 146 of Random Encounter, the RPG Fan Podcast. You are joining us for our special E3 2018 episode, and we've got a full house of RPG Fan editors ready and willing to talk about the, like, maybe three games each of us got to see on the show floor this year. <laughs> so, uh, it, it was a busy year, guys, but we've, we've got some cool stuff to talk about. So, I'm going to introduce my lovely panel of uh, distinguished RPG aficionados. I am joined by Trent. Hiya. We've got Alana. Hello. Mike. Mike what? Salvato. Hello. <laughs> Mike Solosi. Hello. Uh, we've got Nathan. Hello. Stephanie. Hello. And Liz. Hello. I didn't give their last names because um, you didn't want them. It was a mistake that. putting the two mics next to each other. Yeah, we got, we got Mike. Well, we can distinguish, right? Because we've got Mike S, and then we've got Mike S. So it's really They're easy to... Super. Acts of one, acts of two, Mike, Mike. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mike and or Ike. And then the... Far, far distance, we have uh, RPG fan alumnus Stephen Meyerink, who's being little B and playing <laughs> Octopath Traveler instead of contributing to the podcast. He's allowed to do that. We'll let him. So, we, um, you know, E3 uh, has at this point more or less come and gone. Uh, we are recording this on Thursday night of E3 week. So, what's today, the 14th? And uh, E3 is over, so we've all explored the show floor to the ability, to the extent that we were able to, and uh, it was exhausting, but E3 always is. And You're all sleepy around the table right now. Yeah, I took a sleeping yeah. pill, so get ready for that. I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> about halfway through this podcast, I'm going to stop talking, and it's going to be because I'm uh, slumped over my chair, but it's, it's okay, it's going to be like a healthy sleep. Um, we got yeah we got to see some good stuff this year um, as always we like to get together and talk about what we thought was the coolest um, we're going to look at some of our categories that we have discussed and established in previous years and try to fit the things that we did see into those and uh, maybe get a few E3 awards decided upon so do we want to just like go through categories Mike uh, Mike S Mike's. but what about you Mike S what do you think no, uh, Salvato, would you like to just start going through categories or what? Sure. So, I, I don't even remember what order we went through last year, but you've got a handy-dandy list, right? I do have a list. Okay. And we're going to decide if we're still doing some of these categories or not. Which is going to be hard because I feel like there weren't a lot of pure RPGs at the show this year. And then some of the ones that like I would be interested in talking about are either like not out or things that are previewed. Like, like in the Nintendo Direct, we saw the Xenoblade 2 prequel slash standalone thing and then like uh, Fire Emblem Three Houses and those are things that we like I mean maybe if we have an do we have an award for upcoming or most anticipated or something because that would be the only place that we could slot stuff like that in otherwise most most of the stuff I saw on the show floor was like non I mean the the most of the stuff I saw outside of appointments were non-RPG things, so... Yeah. I agree. Yeah, anyway... Um, Steph's honorary Xenoblade title goes to Xenoblade 2's DLC. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, so... Well, just going in the order that we list them in, the last couple of years we have done a most surprising reveal. Oh, okay. Mm, That's probably yeah. worth thinking about. Was that the first thing in the list? Yeah. Most surprising yes. reveal. Okay. okay. Um, no matter what I would say. Like, I wouldn't call Smash surprising, and are, are we just going to, like... Give it to anything, or does it need to be RPG? It should be our, in our coverage. Yeah. Yes, um, I'm sorry. Was surprising. Uh, I think the I, I think the lack of surprise goes to Neo for because it was just totally overshadowed by two other samurai games that looked yeah, really, really good. We've really gone from having no samurai games to having about eight in about yeah. eight months. <laughs> it's that kind of crazy overkill. For years, people wanted something like. This is going off of our non-RPGs, but we've wanted an Onimusha sequel, and we've wanted yeah. other things, and now Atogi. we've had Neo, and yeah, Bushido Blade would be Ghost great, wouldn't it? Uh, but like, we've had Neo, and then we've got um, Sekiro, which is the new FromSoft game, which looks really awesome, but it looks like it's going in the direction of non-RPGs, sadly, but I think the interest is very good. Um, but yeah, we've just... Neo kind of fell flat in the middle of Sony's press conference, I felt. Was I, I think so, too. It was a brief reveal, and it was sandwiched between two other much more, like, uh, spotlight-hogging yeah. kind of yeah. things. I mean, yeah. I know I was actually out of the room during it, but, like, I didn't know about it until, like, I think the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I was the same way. I was just like, oh, Neo 2 got revealed? And I was like, yeah. Surprise. No one talked about it. Apparently, it's actually getting it got revealed. Yeah. And then... 
Okay. That's sort of the irony of covering E3 is that, like, you actually kind of have a better clue of what's been revealed from home. Mm-hmm. Like, we're right on yeah. the floor, and sometimes it's so easy to miss things. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick a most surprising reveal, I would probably pick maybe one of those Bethesda games. Because we, we did get Elder Scrolls yeah. Six and Starfield and the Wolfenstein Twins thing. Yeah. But, um, I mean, what besides Elder Scrolls would be in our coverage? Is Elder Scrolls Six surprising? No. I was a, I was a little surprised that they revealed it now. Now, yeah. yeah. that's, that's yeah. crazy. It's yeah. basically yeah. just a teaser, just like yes. you know what? Because they're still for- fair. In the spirit of RPGs, the fact that everybody came back to Smash Brothers, which includes a lot of RPG characters, is pretty sweet. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I was surprised that Skyrim got a special edition for Alexa. We shouldn't be surprised by that, and yet, love they made it real. That's hilarious. Yes, that was the surprising part. This is very. Selfish of me, but I think my favorite surprise of the show was the Monster Hunter World Final Fantasy XIV crossover. Oh my god, oh, so that is really yeah. cool! Yeah, did you not see anything? No, 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 thousand miles in the end. We knew it was there, but some of the Kingdom Hearts, uh, some of the Kingdom Hearts stuff was that that was pretty, mm-hmm. pretty dangerous. That Aqua has fallen to the darkness. I know, oh, damn it, yeah. damn it. I think the sheer amount of stuff we got on Kingdom Hearts at E3 that, was like ridiculous. Nearly every was, single yeah. conference yeah. had Kingdom Hearts reveal. And, and especially after 14 years of radio silence. <laughs> pretty much, yeah. You know? Pretty blown away. Yeah. What do you, what do you think? Uh, oh, um, maybe, well, Resi, maybe Resi 2 Remake? We knew about that. Right? Oh, we did? Okay. Yeah, we also, I guess. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. 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 Leaks have really taken the, the, a lot of the steam yeah. out of this, haven't they? I do think, you're right, I, I was actually legitimately very surprised by the Monster Hunter Final Fantasy fourteen thing. I just don't know that it's like... It doesn't count, I mean, it's not a game, technically. Well, well I mean, it doesn't have to be a game. No, it doesn't have to be a game. Yeah. It's it's an an I just don't know that, it, like, it was very surprising, but it's also not like... An earth shattering announcement. When we like, say yeah. cyberpunk, like, I don't know, did they announce well, that it was going to be free? I think that's surprising. I think that's surprising. We know what Rumble was about an unannounced science fiction RPG. No, but I thought that was Starfield, because, I mean, everyone knew about cyberpunk for over a year. Well, we knew it existed. I don't know that it was coming to E3, I don't think. I guess we got to determine if it's just a reveal or an announcement. I'm sure this is really great listening for everyone. Yeah. The semantics of earlier years of awards. I'm most <laughs> sort of surprising-ish, reveal-ish. I don't have a strong feeling about that. I think mm-hmm. I think the problem is a lot of the stuff we're surprised about weren't RPGs. Because yeah. if, if I really had to like, pick most surprising, it, it would have been uh, Metal Wolf Chaos, which we don't oh! cover. Oh! But that's yeah. shocking as yeah. hell. Yeah. Uh, that was fun, too. Michael Wilson is my president. I, I think we might have to go with Skyrim on Alexa. Mm. Yes. <laughs> I mean, there was one I talked about, like Vesperia, Vesperia remake. That oh. if we did, if we no, didn't get that. I called it. Time. I called that one. It was also yeah, that's true. they also found a URL for it. But I think but, like if we didn't have the URL, that would that would come out of the field. I yeah. think the big surprise yeah. for me on that, and I'm probably will bring it up again later, is the fact that it's coming so soon. More than anything, like it's coming winter right. 2018. I mean, um, that yeah. could yeah. be February yeah. next year, maybe at the very latest. Yeah. But it's nice that we're getting it so quickly. And it's on everything. Exactly. Yeah. Because we were we so, we're listening. We're worried. It's like, is it still just Xbox? <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Fans would have just died again yeah. all over once again. So look at the PS3 oh, yeah. only on Xbox One. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess I mean, it was legit surprising to have Skyrim announced for Alexa. <laughs> and if it's a joke. It technically is a surprise. And be real. Yeah. It was a Put it down. I'm typing it. Type the word. <laughs> we also, oh, do we also have to pick runners up for many of these? If we, we want tried. to. We tried. I think it was I think we, 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 we just talked about them. Yeah. Skyrim, we just talked about refrigerators. I think we could pick runners up later based on yeah. I mean, right, we've sure. already spent what, what's two hundred and seventy two bars? I don't know how to read this. <laughs> All right. All right. Next category. Next is are we still doing JRPG WRG, RPG? Um, yeah, I mean, sure. it, I yeah, didn't well, see it, but I'm saying WRPG goes to Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. Right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think that's yeah. Yeah. clear. The wall yeah. of accolades, which yeah. is just like yeah, game. In fact, like panning over. Well, <laughs> see, because you know, Cyberpunk was one of those games where we did get to see a cinematic trailer at one of the major press conferences, but. Um, not many of us got to actually get a look at the game, and um, Trent was looking at to go behind closed doors and do that. So, do you think it's worthy of best WRPG? In a word, yes. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> Nobody wants to know anything else. It just just reading the draft of Trent's preview and, and hearing him describe it to me earlier makes me 
Like my eyes widened with every sentence. Basically, this thing looks. Did your eyes fill with neon? No, <laughs> his his were when when he came back. When he came in, he was he, he, he was just wide eyed. He was like, I messed up to tell you guys. Yeah. <laughs> he walked he walked in with the little statue they were giving people, and we're, I was like, how was it? And he was like, he just kind of like stared off yeah. into space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly what happened. So what happened? Yeah. So, like, so what was the like? What was the demo? What did they show you? It was like fifty minutes of uncut footage uh, showcasing one of the earlier missions from the game and a intervening side mission came as an emergent gameplay experience. It was filled with fantastic car chases. Uh, what CD Projekt is famous for, I guess, now, which is morally gray choices that kind of impact the storyline and allow you to create your character. Awesome fact, uh, the character's name is V, and you can create a backstory, a customizable character that is either male or female. It's not a predefined character like Geralt of Rivia. Okay, uh, so... Is it kind of like a shepherd? So, like, to use an analogy? Absolutely. I think okay. it's very much like a shepherd ah. from Mass Effect. Oh, but the, the, thing that, the thing that maybe stunned me the most was uh, um, the game is entirely in first person. It's basically a first person shooter. Mm-hmm. But uh, the UI changes if you make optical upgrades to your character? Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's a <laughs> section oh, in the oh, demo where you meet a doctor called, uh, I think it's just a, like a rip doctor, and his name is like Zachariah. Some such, and uh, he gives you the option to give you two uh, body upgrades, and there's a lengthy cutscene that basically whew, showcases the your fleshy organisms of eyes and hands being replaced and like turned into machine-like parts. Oh, you see it? Yeah, you oh, see no. it. Like in, in fact, like <laughs> yeah. Some, yeah, yeah. You see the you see uh, a robotic eye on a tendril kind of uh, come out, and then it starts going towards you, towards you. And then it opens into a prong and zooms in closer and closer, and the entire audience went, ah. And then it cuts and fades to black. And then uh, about after two seconds, like a red border fills the black screen. And then you see system setup go from zero to 100%. Yeah. Uh, and then the vision starts to glitch and flicker into uh, to existence, and it goes from like a yellow hue to a prismatic hue to uh, like your clear vision. And then you basically gain the option mechanically to zoom in uh, where you couldn't before, and you can analyze uh, uh, basically objects in the environment, get their personal data, what they're weak against uh, in terms of like combat in the game and uh, their personal details it's really interesting and it's uh, augmented reality it's transposed on them uh, like a like a pop-up Facebook message right next to them you yeah. upgrade your eyes and it changes the UI yep. that is dope <laughs> oh yeah, really cool. damn. yeah but for the most part um, it was seamless is the word I use. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were talking to me a little bit earlier about how, um, you, when you mentioned the immersion gameplay experience, so in the demo, you said there was like a quest of some sort, and then you had an option of how to solve it. Mm-hmm. It ended in a firefight. Mm-hmm. And then as a result of that firefight, it was like several days later in the game, and mm-hmm. then like a gang chased you down at your apartment. Absolutely. And also, so like, so that's the kind of experience that happens, like that's not necessarily scripted, but it's like a result of choices that you made that led to that moment. Yeah, yeah so like, that's pretty amazing. Yeah, it, it seemed, I guess the first person viewpoint gives a sense of immersion. And in this, oh, it's a first person shooter, by the way. And a la, I guess not like Dishonored, but a la like Deus Ex or any number of things that are not in our coverage. Um, <laughs> And, yeah, it is exactly like you say. There are consequences to your actions. Mm. And depending on what you choose, different things happen in the gameplay environment. It seems like that. Yeah, and weren't you saying that, like, there are some sort of branching dialogue dialogue options, but they're not, like, binary, uh, I go to the place, I don't go to the place, or, like, you know, you suck, I love you. Yeah, I want... (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe maybe I suck, I love you. Mm. I love you, I suck. Okay, go ahead. Oh. <laughs> Is that what one of the uh, girls on the street say? That's what I say. So. <laughs> Damn. <It's not. laughs> RPG fan is a family podcast. Did you I mean, we're talking about gang fights, so no big deal there, right? Yeah, yeah they describe. Well, that leads into it. They describe it as a mature and visceral RPG. Uh, if anything, it's going to be either an MA or well, I don't know what the 
Yeah, it'll be it'll be MA. Let's just tone it down a lot. Yeah, yeah, MA or it'll probably be R or MA in our rating system in the land of Oz. Oh, okay. Yeah, as backwards as it is. Um, I'm sure it'll be rated mature and very Yeah, yeah, yeah. They touted as a mature and and fairly gritty experience. And man, what else happened? Like you said the, the girls like in the trailer appear, right? The, the one like the ones with the kind of tentacly thingies. Oh no, uh, she doesn't appear in the trailer, but she, the augmented you get, uh, you see right. in the trailer, which uh, basically those mantis things that pop out of her arms. Uh, Washington. From the main art and all that. Right? Yeah, from the main art. Yeah, that um, uh, in part of the latter half of the demo, you see that be used in a firefight and kind of like a fairly tense situation where you can climb up on the walls using those uh, leak down skewer enemies mm-hmm. uh, and chop them in the heart and fairly bloody finishes. Sorry, family podcast. <laughs> very very, very, very violent. Ago. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but I think it does deserve uh, Western RPG, uh, at least for this year's coverage, if only for the fact that there was, in my opinion... Very little that I could critique about it in that 50-minute slice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's saying a lot. Because, yeah. Yeah. yeah, a lot of the time you'll see a build that's either like, it's unfinished or it's a vertical slice of something that doesn't really represent the full game, mm-hmm. which perhaps that's... That kind might of be the case. Yeah. But yeah, but like, I mean, if you got a feel for the gameplay and everything, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it was fluid. It felt like any um, modern FPS shooter. I'd love to see more. Is there, is there like a... A, a bit of action to traversal in any way like you can hop over barrier barricades absolutely there's, like cover, there's, de- there's destructible environment depending on uh, what weapons you use okay um yeah cool i'm wondering uh and it's supposed to be like a single player game right yes Pretty, uh, okay and they didn't confirm whether it was entirely single player or multiplayer we didn't get a chance to ask questions but presumably yes okay I don't know, this is probably irrelevant, but yeah. uh, a term that I've heard several times banned about this year is spatial OS, which is like a type of server uh, infrastructure. I, I Forgive me if I'm like using the words incorrectly, but it's, it's uh, some companies that we spoke to were talking about how they were using it to like have online games where more things, or, like more scripts kind of are running concurrently and are like changing a world in various ways on various levels and all of those different processors processors are interacting with each other so mm-hmm. it's not like oh I'm in this MMO and I have or I have like this one instant zone and like everything mm-hmm. that happens in that zone is processed all by one script mm-hmm. it's like uh, four things layered over each other and each one is acting independently which like that description doesn't really tell you much and I, I don't really know what I'm talking about so much but I'm wondering if something like mm-hmm. Cyberpunk is, is the kind of game where you're seeing that kind of next gen leap in terms of how it's like handling scripts and character um, interactions etc etc I guess what I wanted to get at kind of was like do you are you pretty confident that this game will release on PS4 etc do you think it's looking more like next gen based on some of the things you've seen Mm -hmm. not to interject but I Mm -hmm. do believe CD Projekt Red has confirmed it will be this gen Oh, really? In an interview. Yeah. That is good to know. I did not know that. Probably probably end of cycle, which is great. And there have been some fantastic end cycle releases. End cycle is always great for I mean, look at The Last of Us, and that got ported as well to next gen, so it probably will be the same thing again. Yeah. Yeah. I want to highlight like a specific RPG that a couple members here have played, but like, and shows the power of the PS4 in particular and consoles, like God of War. God of Mm -hmm. War is visually spectacular in a way that is ridiculous in its aesthetic mm-hmm. cyberpunk reminds me of that kind of polish and level of detail uh not necessarily in the same setting entirely just oh, course, and different yeah. but that kind of polish that's capable yeah. as they say of, of this generation at the end of a console cycle that's uh person speaking personally like mm-hmm. that polish is something that's very important to me in mm-hmm. gaming experiences i and really I, agree with that actually. i tend to get like really turned off by games that feel like they you know, like devs aren't attentive to small details, mm-hmm. and I get really into games where it's like, uh, I love this menu. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, they chose yeah. a great font. Like, seriously, that, that <laughs> stuff yeah. is like, that's so, that really is huge to me. So, um, if Cyberpunk is as polished as you say it is, that sounds really good. Yeah, I was very surprised by the amount of polish that was in it. Yeah. I mean, I, considering it was, they said beta footage, I want to say. I mean, all right. Beta. Yeah. Alpha. Alpha. Maybe. Beta, yeah. Well, what? 
also like what contenders does it have in terms of their RPG? Uh, well, I, I, Divinity. I, I, Divinity. Yeah, yeah which in itself is a port, but at the same time, Divinity Originals in two and Definitive Edition, not Enhanced Edition, is the first one that's called. <laughs> I mean, it's already established its fan base, and porting it over to consoles is no easy feat, and it's done a pretty good job. As in, I've never played Divinity. I don't play. They added a lot, though, right? CRPGs. Yeah, they They've yeah. added lots, and we've only had a taster. So yeah. they told us at the um, Bandai Namco press conference, uh, the showcase, that there are forty-five pages of patch notes alone for this. Oh, wow. Wow. So, oh Divinity God. Original Holy Sin 2 is shoot. well over 100 hours alone, and some of these sections of the game have been expanded by another 20 or 30 oh, hours. Geez. So, I think it's for a particular kind of audience, but they do a lot. Um, the Larian Studios do a lot to make it more accessible for people like me. So, quest lines are simplified, the journal system's rewritten, the UI is simplified, and everything is explained a lot more clearly for people like me quote unquote (laughs) so I think I wouldn't say it's a contender because it's a port we shouldn't underestimate what it can do sure but Divinity Originals and two and uh, Divinity Edition is definitely right up there. It's just for fans who are interested in that. It is a co-op game, right? Exactly. Yes. It's yeah. a couch co-op. Me and Alana actually played co-op at the booth. Yeah, we we should always yeah. celebrate Did our you? co-op games yeah. when they happen because it is wow. always so much fun to have couch co-op stuff. Especially yeah. for RPGs, it's so rare. Yeah, it right. yeah, yeah. yeah. well. Extremely rare. Yeah. Yeah. I think that. Uh, um, Dying Light 2 and Shadows Awakening are fair contenders for second place behind Cyberpunk. Yeah. But I, but I don't think that either of them really matched the impact of that one. Everything I saw about it was just astounding. I like that we're really just going on Trent's word for this. He was the only one who was actually able to see it. And I think all of us are pretty convinced that he is probably right. Yeah. Like, we're going to find uh, out in a few months he's been playing us the whole time. <laughs> well, I'm, yeah. I'm trying not to he, be like he a the pretty... pink blob. He was paid off very well blob. by the Polish government. He's not even, yeah, he's not even Australian. He's just from Poland and he's pulling one over on us. <laughs> he's pulling one over on us? No. Uh, 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 that is me. I pull one over everyone. <laughs> <laughs> duh. Is, that, is that a yeah. Wait, duh. Duh. Is that That's a Polish accent? Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Moving on. <laughs> okay, well, I think that's Eat probably out. safe. This is Dostoevsky. Okay, all right. I, I, uh, we're, we're in America. We've Russia had another done. Russian intervention already. We can cut that out. We're not doing it's that. Canadian side of the table. Just that's so rough. Good one. job. Good job. All right. Uh, I think that's fair. So, and then how we mean best JRPG, right? Yes. Dragon Quest Eleven, please. Yeah. Dragon Quest Eleven. I will agree. Not Kingdom Hearts. No. no. Well, <laughs> I think the wow. we're, not, we, we're not even going to discuss so, Kingdom no, no, it's yeah. not, and it's not, well, we Hearts. Because it's sort of Dragon Quest naysayer. I don't know. Well, we should contest. We should contest. I'm sorry. We, we should discuss Kingdom Hearts and then give the award to Dragon Quest. <laughs> 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 no, there's, I have. I no. Kingdom Hearts is fine. Um, I'm looking forward to playing that. I sort of refuse to let myself get hyped for it until it's like a week from release. Just yeah. because, yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. because it's been like, yeah, it's just been like delayed so many times. Like it's been 764 years. It's been 64 Yeah, I super, like, I want to play it. I want to see how the story ends and everything. Um, but right. but I, the demo that we played, I had a harder time getting really amped about this demo because we already have the Kingdom Hearts 2.8, like, uh, whatever zero point two, zero point two. Final chapter, chapter prologue. Two point eight is final chapter prologue. Zero point two is a fragmentary passage. Yeah. So anyway, after playing zero point two with Aqua, you know, I feel like I got a taste for how Kingdom Hearts three is going to play. And of mm-hmm. course, like Sora has a different move set and stuff, but the combat feels like you know it's pretty fundamentally in place. Um, it's, it's the maybe, best version of it so far. Yeah, like it's maybe great. That, maybe that's what it is because even though we already I, know what it's about, I'm still looking forward to Kingdom Hearts three more. Yeah. It also looks like what I expected it to be in a good way. Yeah, I yeah. think it's just less surprising and or like I'm more fatigued with the 
uh, hype cycle for it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Do you think okay, it's sensory yeah. overload, this E3, having three trailers back-to-back, two very I similar? Yeah. 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 yeah, like the Pirates trailer that, that they showed that at the Sony so conference good. blew me away, but having the two similar... We've already seen Toy Story and screenshots about like a year ago. And from my understanding, the demo you and Steph got to play is the same demo they had a month ago at their private Premier conference. Right. So we've yeah, already yeah, yeah, had yeah. that kind of oversaturation with it, which is why I kind of felt like, yeah. oh, I'm excited, but... Dragon Quest XI, I've not had a lot of. Yeah. And it just, you know, it the Dragon Quest XI like, demo was pretty expensive, too. Yeah. Like, they had it two different huge. scenarios yeah. you could do and yeah. a sort of, you know, big boss that you could take on that would take up the entire demo allotment. So you had your option for what you wanted to do. And they even kind of guide you into into uh, what aspect of that you wanted to take on first. Yeah. Square gave you a lot of freedom with the the way they presented the demo. Because basically, they kind of started with the other, the beginning of the game or around, like, the mid-section around there. Mm. Yeah, yeah, so, it's so been, yeah, like, three hours. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. they had two save files. You picked one, one where you were level one and one where you were level 16. And you could decide what you want to do in the game. I... Went to the level sixteen one mostly because yeah. I, I just I just I just want I wanted to just look at people's one. skill grids, so yeah. I spent about five minutes looking at the skill I grids, for, uh, and then I went and then I went and got into some random battles. Yeah, I, I, I just started fighting. Yeah. Them, so I was just like, Let's go I killed him. I killed a metal slime. Nice. nice. Yeah. Did you encounter any particularly interesting NPCs that you could interact with in any particular way? Um, yeah, we didn't do that at all. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I talked oh, about yeah. quest covers and that was about it from my Well, um, Salosi didn't, I did. Yeah, I just it, tapped you on the shoulder, didn't I? So Salosi and yeah. I went today. <laughs> and the, obviously, what you do is if you see animals, you go and talk to them, don't you? So I thought, oh, let's talk to this pet and you can pet the dogs, which is fantastic. But you can also yeah, talk to the cats story. and interact with them. Yeah. So it's something for everybody. You can fuss with the cats off. and pet the dogs and they will wag their tails or meow back at you or whatever. And that is awesome. Right. Oh, when games do that. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's quality so of life good. feature because yeah. it improves my quality of life when it happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I think. Um, I mean, uh, I've been anticipating Dragon Quest Eleven for a very long time. Personally, it's uh, like the evolution of Dragon Quest Eight, which is many of our favorite Dragon like, favorite yeah. Dragon Quests, and uh, wow, favorite whatever. Um, <laughs> and it has it has some like great improvements for the Western version that I think are very exciting, like the mm-hmm. sort of overhauled UI. Um, you can dash, which I'm kind of surprised to learn that you couldn't dash before. Oh, wow. um, um, full English voice work for, uh, for yeah. a lot of yeah. the And it had none in Japanese. Yeah. No yeah. voice work. It's pretty impressive so as well. And of course it maintains that like Dragon Quest-y flavor. It's like very... Um, Pan-European. Um, British, yeah. 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 yeah, we all kind of really liked uh, Silvano. 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 Yeah, that was my... my I mean, yeah. that was my personal big concern about that game because uh, Sylvia, as he is known in the Japanese version, is like the campy, kind of effeminate guy, circus mm-hmm. performer. Which but, sometimes isn't done very well. Which sometimes mm-hmm. isn't done well, right? So I didn't want another Makoto from Enchanted Arms. Are oh. you ready for this? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> it's a lockdown. So, so we got... Uh, Silvano's kind of like a... I still got to write an article about this, and I'll probably reuse this phrase, but he's kind of like the Latin lover stereotype, from what I get from his characterization so far. My, 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 so my. he's kind of like the, yeah, like the my, my. <laughs> he's, he's very theatrical. Oh, yeah. um, and he's, but he's like, yeah, he's fun. He's fun, yeah. yeah, no, yeah. yeah. Did you so, see him do that thing where he does, so he like... Always like <laughs> yeah, I love that. If somebody gets uh, confused, <laughs> he'll, like, he'll literally snap them out of it. So, yeah, um, yeah I think <laughs> Dragon Quest Eleven just seems so stupidly polished and like it's so bright and colorful. Mm. Yeah, no, it's it's so nice. Energy. The enemy design is probably what gets me the most with it. It is so fun looking. Yeah. All the enemies just look a little bit goofy, even the angry ones. Yeah. <laughs> it is the more yeah, that, that's, that's a love with Dragon Quest. All the monsters have so much charm. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It is the more evolution for the enemy style as well because you look at like. I don't know, you've, the PS3 had cell shading, but you can't always translate that perfectly well to the PS4, and I think Dragon Quest XI nails Toriyama's yeah, artwork, as well as it, it's an adult style of anime. It's not, like, pervy, yeah. or, like, it doesn't pander to any sense, oh, like, anybody, really. It's yeah. just perfectly clean, polished. Yeah. Well, we were, nice. We were talking about it before the show, right? About that, because I think it's really neat looking at something like Dragon Quest XI, and of course, my example is also Final Fantasy XIV. It's like we have artists like Amato and Toriyama that have been doing art for games for a long time, and it's like now games are at the point where like you can actually really translate that. Yeah, the, exactly. Yeah, the, the technology. It's really cool to see that their technology or our technology has caught up to their concept. Yeah. In a way that's really awesome. So I would push for that. Um, so Kingdom Hearts Three. 
I don't want that guy over there to kill us. I mean, my 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 feeling is, uh, you know, that first and Kingdom Hearts second, but also. Sakuna was at the show. Oh, yeah. I'm yes. screens and like everything yeah. else. So so Sakuna, it's been at E3 for a few years now. It was yeah. definitely here last year. It was here last year as a video only. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So I, I thought it was playable. I don't But it was. So. Irrelevant. But it was just the combat. I, I might be wrong. Yeah. They, they showed it. The cultivation side, too. Last year, they showed a different stage of the game than this year did. Yes. And they didn't show any of the rice tilling yeah. stuff, no, which exactly. is cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's got quite enough polish and maybe enough. I don't know, Dragon Quest has got the following, but Sakuna is impressively made by just two people. So, mm-hmm. really? uh, Idle Vice. Yes. Yeah. They made wow. somebody... Who made Astabreed, which is quite a name. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, well, uh, do we think that Valkyria Chronicles 4 would be a contender or not? Possibly, but it kind of fits into its own genre, although it's the only mm, strategy fair, RPG yeah. we got to play at the show. It, it also doesn't yes. really stand much of a chance when it's like, we've already had three of these games, we know what they're about. Exactly, yeah. and I think... Yeah, well, Drake, well, Drake, you had like you know nine. Yeah, or yeah. yeah. played uh, this guy of one complete. Oh, that's more or less. Let's discuss those in a bit. Then. Oh, we don't even have that category anymore. Well, uh, we can we, we could re-add it. Yeah, we take it out most years because there's never more than usually. There's just this guy. Like yeah, if we no for strategy or like just oh. no. you know, we well, have like two this year. Yeah. So I don't know when we put that. Maybe I think I think there's one. I think there's one category that we're probably going to remove. Um, <laughs> no, 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 the, um, in the year of our Lord. The, I mean, uh, well, this is jumping ahead a little bit. I don't think I saw any visual novels or adventure games. Yeah, neither did I. offered a offered us, but we were like, we have, we have smoke guys. Yeah, someone came into our appointment, and Jake yeah. Hunter was at Axis, and they told yeah, us okay. literally as we had to go. Oh, so okay. yeah. But um, can I go back to Sakuna? Because it probably made one of the most positive impressions as an E3 newcomer hmm. for the whole show. Because lo and behold, I decided to have a bit of a meltdown on Tuesday morning and everyone was pushing me towards, oh, go and play Sakuna. And I thought, okay, having had an appointment with X, like I had an appointment with XE booked and plonked myself in front of the PS4, played Sakuna and came off with a big smile on my face. So <laughs> there were two playable demos at the show this year. So there was one that was the standard combat level. Uh, it was a big waterfall level. Um, the water was beautiful. The water yes. is some of the best animated I've ever seen. The visuals like Dragon Quest, it's more chibi than Dragon Quest, but it's very clean shot, pretty. Uh, the trees look gorgeous. The environment's wonderful. The levels are kind of like short snippets of Metroidvania with a big focus on platforming. It reminded me of Dust and Easy Tale a little bit. Yeah, Dust and Muramasa are probably the closer comparisons because of their Japanese kind of style. Um, but what really interested me is that Sakuna, um, we mentioned it, there was a Telling Rice um, video, wasn't there, last year? I think the only way you could see it, uh, the, the uh, rice side or the farming side of things, was through a video. Um, they didn't show it at all. They oh, just said I it see. exists. Yeah, no, they, they ah. mentioned that she was a harvest goddess and she fought with farm implements, but uh, but we didn't, I don't think we saw anything about that many games. No, that's why it was so cool to see this year. Yeah. And play. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, such, here, you're such a rake. Oh, so, yeah. This. <laughs> it's late and we're getting a bit silly. <laughs> Things are getting dicey. That sleeping pill, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Mix up a bit of alcohol, you'll feel, you'll feel great. Yeah. No, don't talk about that. <laughs> I'm not trying to get crossfaded. <laughs> oh, wait, no, that's a bad mix. Yeah. Did you? Yeah, I'm just waiting for everybody else. Um, sorry. Uh, so the second demo torched, uh, kind of talked you through, there's seven stages to farming rice. So there is, uh, my hand, I should have my page for a big story. Uh, this is like a prepare, prepare all prepare seven of them. All seven of them. So, apologies for not being more prepared. Okay. Yeah, first part was, was tilling, that was getting rid of the rocks. And yeah, the, so the first... Softening yeah. up the soil. Yeah. Wow, you took a lot of notes, though. That's impressive. Yeah, yeah. I did. Too many. Oh. Is, it, is it like, like the only comparison I've ever had, is it like Harvest Moon-esque, or is it a bit more intuitive? Uh, or different? No, so no, the no, seven no, stages no. are tilling, which is where you stuff on the soil, planting, which is where you plant the seeds, Weeding, which is where you remove the rocks. Uh, harvesting, where you scythe the 
rice, drying the rice, then you thresh the rice, and then you tie it. So, no, to make compare it to Harvest Moon is probably... Well, Not enough at all. <laughs> no. It's pretty in-depth. So, yeah. basically, there are day and night cycles that go by as well, and seasons. So, the demo gave you all seven steps at once, but you will never need to do all seven steps at once. So, the idea is, is you'll go out and t- like till your field, and then you'll wait until it's completely ready. Go out. Go and battle. Yeah, yeah, go and battle. Come back and do the next step. So, so is it side-scrolling? Uh, yes, yes. Like scrolling, yeah. so Metroidvania esque, but um, but in smaller stages. But the race, the race mini game is like it's three D. It's, oh, like, it's, it's like an okay, that's what I was wondering. I was like, how do you oh. mix that? Yeah, yeah. so those bits yeah. are three D. Um, okay. mm. but it's just really cute and really relaxing. Like there are benefits to doing it as well. So. Mm. There's two different types of rice you'll get, and obviously they'll vary on quality depending on how well you plant them, how close together they are, and how soft you make the soil, etc. But you can pound you can pound the rice really fast, and you'll get white rice, I believe. And white rice will give you it's basically like regen when you're out in the field. So it will gradually restore your health, and it will also give you stat benefits like higher attack, higher defense, etc. Uh, you can also make brown rice, and that will improves uh, Sakuna's stats permanently, but it will also uh, spread her influence across this island that she lives on. So Sakuna is the goddess of uh, harvesting and rice, and she has lots of subjects to tend to. So the more brown rice she eats, basically, or the more brown rice she grows, the more influence she will get. So we're not quite sure how that's going to affect the game, but basically, in the short term, I think it's sap boost, but in the long term, I believe it will be expanding your farm out and maybe getting more subjects. So... There's a lot more to it than it seems, and I like the way that both... It doesn't feel like it's tacked on, like it's quite a vital part of the main game, but, yeah, Sakuna was really cute, and I really, really liked it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, it's left a positive impression. Yeah, I played this morning. It was quite nice. It was, it was very oh, cheerful so and beautiful, and, mm-hmm. I, and I'm looking forward to it. it. It's literally the only thing I played on the show floor. <laughs> well, there's no line for it, which is kind of a crime. Yeah. yeah. Is there I like a... The, oh. I like the many steps, too, in Rice Girls, and you can, like screw it up somehow like for example the game told me that I planted my rice too far apart so I was like oh no I screwed up my rice me too yeah same here (laughs) (laughs) so it looks like I actually worked pretty thorough with like uh you know in depth with uh, the rice growing oh yeah it's definitely in depth so I figure you you could probably like learn by trial and error how to like harvest moon definitely simplifies it it's just like plant water yeah harvest Yeah. yeah is there a release date um, we've got winter 2018 at the moment, so okay. end of the year, hopefully. That's what Exceed would like. Cool. Yeah. So not too far off. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I I would say that's probably still worth discussing later as maybe runner-up, possibly, but... Yeah. Well, we the next category is Action RPG. Oh. Which, well, there you go. I mean, but Kingdom Hearts counts too. The Dragon Quest wins uh, this year, RPG, I believe. Yeah. 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 And Dragon, oh, yeah. Dragon Quest doesn't count for Action oh, RPG. I mean, there was Pokemon, but I guess we could really discuss that. I would like to put forward a game that I believe some people have discussed, uh, went to see today, uh, Indivisible. Oh. oh. Mm. And who, who got to see that? I think it's uh, still Liz? the interest. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I got to see Indivisible today. And okay. It's very about cute. It? I felt I gave a, a Best of E3 nomination. Like, nice. I feel like yeah. I was fairly mm. positive on the experience. It's it nice because looks- it doesn't seem like Trice is really interested in doing the Valkyrie profile thing right now, so it's good that others are kind of taking the reins. <laughs> Absolutely. And you, you also played uh, Bra- uh, Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo. Super Nintendo also takes a lot of, uh, like, kind of cues from Valkyrie profile. Right. Hmm. Mm. So it seems like everyone's your Valkyrie profile except for Trace. Yeah. <laughs> so this... tell me about Invisible briefly if we're going to consider it for action RPG. Okay, yeah. You play as a young uh, girl named Asana, and you basically uh, have to save your village from a fairly evil force that's coming across the land. Fairly standard fare. The difference being is that it's, I think... Entirely hand-drawn. Yes. And every single one of the sprites and uh, allies that you gain, all 25 of them, are hand-drawn. All of their animations are hand-drawn. And it recently cool. got delayed recently because they were... They have, there's so much to do with that. Absolutely. It takes so long, and it's oh, a okay. real labor of love. But, I mean, look how Skullgirls turned out. That game is gorgeous. Say it's same developer, right? Yeah, yeah same, same developer. Skullgirls is amazing. Skullgirls yeah. has amazing animations. Absolutely, yeah. yeah, so it's Big it's nice. definitely worth it. They could have opted for three D and probably have maybe had it done by now, but now the hand drawn look is just really selling it. I think it's a real good selling point for that game. And the combat system was smooth. Yeah. Uh, it was very 
much akin to, as you guys were saying, Valkyrie Profile. They're really um, big fans yeah. of fighting games, so they like to have that fine-tuning, so mm -hmm. I think this is actually a very good fit for the for the kind of Metroidvania RPG. Mm, absolutely, and there was so. a, a numerical combo system with a... Uh, I'm blanking on the word. Damage. Uh, total <laughs> damage that you get uh, when you complete a combo. Uh, when you can attack... My words are turn order or turn, um, no, there's it's it's all button press, right? It's all it's, time, it's all time button presses, and mm -hmm. then you the enemy attacks you, you get an indicator, and then you can choose to block. Um, which okay. so, like, if you knock them up and your other guy goes into attack, they might miss because, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, because they're just not there. To it's, it's, it's about like mastering the animation times and having them attack at, yeah. at a certain timing to maximize your combo. Yes. It's, it, it, it's like it's like it's Valkyrie, it's like Valkyrie profile, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it has a lot of stylistic. And mechanical to use for fighting games, mm. which I think yeah. works to their advantage as a studio, I imagine. Yeah, right mm. off the heels of Skullgirl. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, it, they classify it as a Metroidvania as well as an uh, like a action RPG. But the, I guess the thing besides the hand-drawn animation that I loved the most was the fact that it felt so polished yeah. and so smooth oh, in terms it? of moving. Mm. Yeah, it was extremely precise. Yeah. When I wanted to move somewhere. Uh, like side scrolling or moving around, I didn't have to do it one, two, three times. It happened immediately. All jumping, dashing, sliding—it just felt so fun and smooth to go around the environment and try and find collectibles, things that would upgrade your abilities, uh, thing, uh, finding new companions. And, and quick fun fact: uh, those who like Secret of Mana music, it ha does have the same composer. Yeah, so. Kikuta, back in the house, the whole soundtrack. Um, I think I think they got to a Kickstarter level where they got him to do a shitload of bunch of music. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bunch music. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have Indivisible. Mm -hmm. We maybe have your game. There's no okay. East this year, so no, no, no East. There's oh yeah, no East. There's Kingdom Hearts and there's Bloodstained. Yeah. Yes. Action RPG is a tricky category because there's so many of them now. I I have one I'd like to discuss, but maybe for a later category, if that's okay. Oh. We're not in that category. It's it's a category that's not on your list, and I thought we might add it. Well, let's figure out Action RPG. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I mean, I'm... I didn't get to... The only games that I got to actually play hands-on on the show floor were unfortunately Dragon Quest XI, Kingdom Hearts III, and Mega Man Eleven. So tell Mega me where I can saw Mega Man Eleven in. Perfect. Mega Man Eleven is the winner. Perfect yeah. action RPG. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> yep. No. Um, yeah, Mega so Man Legend Three. It's hard to say. I wish. I will say that Kingdom Hearts is incredibly polished. It feels good. It looks incredible, and it looks like it's going to really deliver something. I agree. Uh, I just like that we're a little bit fatigued and just kind of a little tired, just being without it for so long, and you know, finally mm -hmm. catching up. I don't know, this is a really weird category to actually award, though. Because I think we want to say Kingdom Hearts 3, but at the same time, we really don't. They're also different. Yeah. All right. I say Bloodstained. Bloodstained? Oh, Bloodstained. Oh, yeah. Was that there? Yeah. Yeah, shoot. Yeah, I didn't play it this morning. Well, if you had an appointment. Sorry. <laughs> no. No, I mean, that mean only yeah, they saw it. Oh, yeah. I don't, think it was, I don't think it was available publicly, but it was available. It was available publicly. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Which okay. is weird, because there was a public demo the past two years. I, I played it once. Yeah, right yeah. Now. And they were, like, very busy, so I... Did you play it? Yeah. Good? Yeah, it felt very, It felt and looked great. Like, it had really awesome music, and um, I actually have not played with the earlier demos, but it felt really... It felt very smooth and edge in the, in the controls, and it was, it was very smooth. Was, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, we got, like, a bit, little bit of story as well, Um so I guess the main character has been asleep for like 10 years or so. Um, oh, that sounds nice. <laughs> I know, right? I could sleep for 10 years right now. <laughs> Appropriate. But I would miss that point. Um, <laughs> and then some. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, so for this demon invasion from like 10 years ago, only she and some other guy survived it. And uh -huh. the other guy is the antagonist. So that's fun. Ooh. So I got to try it. I got to read the story, do a couple boss battles, that kind of thing. It was oh, more than one boss battle. Yeah, well, the, yeah, I didn't quite actually get to the other one. It's there, oh, okay, but cool. I spent so long in the first boss battle that I didn't have time for the second one. Oh. And they said that no one's ever finished both boss battles in the same <laughs> <channel> sitting. <laughs> that was my goal, but I didn't get there. 
I'm certainly <laughs> eager to continue that after playing the excellent mm-hmm. Curse of the Moon. Me too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. was good. Yeah. I'm going to delve into like the full sort of bloodstained experience. I mean, I, like, I take your word for it. I love Symphony of the Night, and if this yeah. is appropriately channeling it, then, like, I'm all for it. Um, I just, I didn't get to play it, so. I played the mm-hmm. first release of the Indivisible demo, so I'm just going to go off that and say that's my vote. Because <laughs> I'm so anticipating something Valkyrie Profile-esque. Mm-hmm. I, that's one of my favorite games ever, so, I mean, the fact that they're willing to get my hands on that, I think it's sweet. Indivisible looks amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would support it winning over Kingdom Hearts 3, but uh, it... I, I think that's probably our top two, right? But I mean, I I, I really like Shadows Awakening, but that's I don't, I don't get content. It does Sakana count as this category, or yeah, but none of these games let you till rice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I go for Sakana. <laughs> What's your thinking on? I think it goes for action. Definitely. Yeah. it does. For yeah. sure, it does. Um, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I'm inclined to go with uh, Sakana over Indivisible myself. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it just seems more my style, but. I'm more likely to be out beforehand. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in the yeah. nicest way. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what is Indivisible is. Both schedule. If it's between the two, I'll also say Sakana. Maybe. Oh, okay. So maybe, we, maybe we could put Kingdom Hearts 3 under JRPG and then like uh, Sakana and Divisible in some order for action <laughs> RPG. Sakana is uh, winner. And I think Sakana is winner. Because yeah. just from what you guys are saying. I could get behind that, yeah. yeah it sounds and good. Kingdom Hearts runner up for JRPG and then, hmm. yeah okay okay that sounds good no, while we're, while we're still talking and we're about saying indivisible is uh, runner up for action yeah. 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 yeah I'll take it now um I'd like to talk about a, a category that's not on Mike's list but it, it is related to what we just discussed um I played a couple games with some truly inspiring mini games attached so I would I, I propose a best mini game category with Sakura's rice farming as a contender. But my personal, <laughs> but my personal winning winner being the completely amazing drink mixing mini game in Hokuto no Ken Lost Paradise, uh, where you gotta like shake it up using the yeah, controller. Yeah, yeah, you shake a drink using the controller, or 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 make an ice cube for it, or uh, or or stir it vigorously. He does it faster and faster, and you know, in, in fist of the North Star fashion. Then he slides it towards the customer, says, "You are already drunk." <laughs> and then and then you get so then you get some uh some bonus from the customer for it but it was it, it was the hardest i've ever i've ever laughed at a mini game and also in the booth right next to it in yakuza 6 there is a a peeing mini game where you try to accurately stream into a urinal for some bonus <laughs> sounds like yakuza i don't yeah, know okay. like i don't yakuza. Have yeah. more yeah. curiosity i now need to play to know yeah. this <laughs> that was yeah, that, that's yakuza kiwami 2 which is the remake of yakuza 2 in the yakuza 6 engine and um, uh, Fist of the North Star Lost Paradise is also in the Yakuza 6 engine. And both of them were a total delight to play, and I messed around with a few mini-games in each of them, but... A peeing mini-game? Yeah, it, 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 was really? less, it was less fun than the drink-mixing mini-game. And all, there's also a baseball mini-game in uh, Fist of the North Star where you take a giant steel beam and whack bikers off um, that are charging at you. And see how far they go flying when you if you hit them accurately. Are you sure this is the scene that you're talking yeah. about? If you've not played Yakuza, it is like yeah. the best kept secret. Right yeah, but now. Uh, but, so but, yeah, but yeah. Fist of the North Star has those two things. Plus, uh, uh, you can run a medical clinic, work as a bouncer and, or nightclub owner um, in in this uh, in a sort of a non-canon. Uh, town in the middle of the you know uh, Mad Max inspired wasteland of mm-hmm. Fist of the North Star. It's it, it, the, the Yakuza team really captured the drama and the ridiculousness of Fist of the North Star, and I'm really excited to play it. So, Wait, what was it that we said at dinner? It's like the or the like serious men doing serious men doing ridiculous things yes. as a description of of Yakuza the series, and yeah. and Fist of the North Star with that design philosophy is just ratchets up, up to a whole new level. So my my, my my suggestion is that we add a best mini game category with the Sakuna rice uh, rice farming and the uh, and one of the um, Fist of the North Star mini games. Drink mixing or whatever. Yeah, drink yeah, mixing. I'm going to have to come to that. I think that's a fantastic idea. <laughs> the jury abides. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I guess I guess it'll take the jury abides. Let's. <laughs> I guess it'll take the place of the visual novel category this year, right? Right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Good to me. So which one's first? 
I would vote for for uh, Fist of the North Star, but um, if, if people are more um, into the Sakuna, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue. Both of them are really cool. Yeah, it's getting another award. I, I said the drink missing. The drink one sounds fun. Yeah. All right. It was interesting. How many categories do we have left? Half of them. So we probably should get going. Right. Are, well, are Speed we doing? Round. Are we doing? Are we doing sleeper hit? Oh, is, I don't know. Cyberpunk 2077. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sleeper. Uh, sleeper. I think we were. That sort of feels like another category for Sakuna, funny enough. But, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Because, I mean, really, like, literally, we, you know, nobody's out there playing it on the show floor. And it's like, I'll say, I'll say uh, Adventure uh, Time for Runner Up just because I think it's a nice uh, treat for a lot of fans. And uh, 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 One Way for yeah. Inspiration is pretty good. I'm also going for Little Dragons Cafe for that. Shoot. Oh, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's a good one. I would I would support Shadows Are you Awakening. Sure? Is that actually look good? I gave Shadows Away really one of my two shields. It looks, it looks a little low budget, but it looks like it'll be fun. Yeah. Does it feel it's like It's got its audience. Yeah, well, the build a house is a little rough. They, oh. like, the PS4 version anyway had a couple of like, control issues, but other than that, no, I really enjoyed my time with is it. Is the concept that really intrigued? It's a concept that's intriguing, and also the in-depth way they go into how you run your cafe. Right, and okay. The kind of way you use your dragon to explore the world. I'm going to need to see more on that because I remain very skeptical of that. Does anybody remember Hometown Story? (laughs) No, but there's a reason. Yeah, exactly. I do remember it, but but I was like, it didn't have like that kind of pull right away. It felt like just another Harvest Moon game. It's just this is literally yeah. yeah. So, but this one you have a dragon. It's like it's so cute and adorable. Points for the dragon. <laughs> yes. Would you? Enhance games. Just in general, I believe. So. I mean, we also don't have to do the category. True. Category was this again? Sleeper hit. Oh, right. No, no, no. We just. Sakuna. No, yeah. yeah Sakuna. I mean, Sakuna and then LVC. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm the I'm the only person that supports shadows for this, but uh, I, I'm fine with that. It, it's number your, one. Your your voice is on the your voice has been heard, so the people of the page will know. It'll be on your got first your drink mixing category. Okay. okay. <laughs> It'll be on your first. I'm, I'm basically done for the night now. You provided the Ruth Bader Ginsburg dissenting opinion. <laughs> boy, oh boy. <laughs> Thank you, Scott. The the uh, you're already drunk. Wins. You're already drunk. <laughs> I I need to find a good image of that just to just to have on me at all times. Yeah. <laughs> Next category. We I looked at a couple categories because sometimes we add stuff just for a year. In 2016, we did a coolest concept. I'm not sure if we had one this year. If it was worth bringing back. In 2016, we did that for Vampire and Pyre because we thought it was funny that to have two similarly named answers win a category. (laughs) (laughs) Both of those are actually out by now. Yes. um, So, Vampire concept? I don't know that anything. Skyrim on Alexa. I mean, I mean, the, I mean, doesn't the idea of conflict? I mean, we talked about the Pokeball Plus. Doesn't the idea of unique concept and sleeper hit kind of go hand in hand? They kind of do. Yeah. I, I, I would say, I would say, I would say, cut coolest concept. Yeah, that's cool. okay. It's out of here. Okay. We usually do a best booth. Okay, that's, no, that's, 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 that's worth doing. Yeah, I agree. Worth, I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Whether I did not like Atlas treat. this year. I can, I can no, give you, I I give you several yeah. worst boots. Yeah, yeah. Easy. Atlas and Sega. Atlas, the Atlas Sega needed four times the space yeah. for the yeah. Atlas Sega was bad. I I thought Square Enix was kind of bad. It was not their best layout. It was like weirdly walled off and kind of hard to get to different things. I do give them points for the cherry tree in the Final Fantasy XIV trailer. No, it was very pretty. It was nice, but but it's kind of weird how they sectioned off both their sections because they have both sides of the island. By the way, go to our Instagram page if you want to see what it looks like. I'm struggling to think of a booth booth I really liked. The the Tomb Raider section was cool to look at. Namco's was pretty spacious, the outside bit. It was like an ideal version of um, Square Enix. Okay. I think Capcom's was pretty good. Um, well, we, Capcom's was nice, but wasn't the evil display. And, yeah, oh, and, and the we, wall and the wall of Mega Man history. Yes, yeah, so and they had like the, the wall of yeah. Mega Man Legacy stuff, and then the Mega Man Ten thing with the standee. 
Um, oh, yeah, I mean, Square Enix one highlight was we, Steph and I did get to go take a picture with the Dragon Quest. Uh, oh, it was like cool. cutouts and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I took a picture of that one too. At the Capcom yeah. booth, you could take a picture with uh, a, with a ruined um, Raccoon City police car and some zombies. Oh, oh yeah, that one was yeah. fun. Yeah, yeah I, I thought Capcom, <clears throat> excuse me, Capcom's booth was nice. And I did not go there, nor do I have any particular endorsement for it, but I heard from a friend that the Fortnite booth was really cool. That oh, one was nice. Said, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but I heard it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, he said he really doesn't, doesn't even care about Fortnite, but they have, like, drinks, and it was just, like, really oh, well laid out. And oh, apparently it's gotten, like, $2 million from Nintendo Switch. Yeah, yeah, it's just kept I'm so tired of hearing that. Um, the, I also think that Nintendo had the potential to be great, um, because I loved all of those sort of oh, artifacts. Their, their like huge screen. The Smash. Yeah. Well, I was thinking, like, all the, the Smash things. I loved that. Yeah, oh my god, the Monada replica. I will go to jail over that thing. There was so much great stuff in there, but it was, it was packed. It's I couldn't yeah, see yeah. anything. Right next to the Monada re- replica was a giant Kirby hammer that just looked perfect. Yeah, yeah. 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 it was too. Yeah. Oh, and Bayonetta's boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was cool. One thing I hate it is like if you even look at anything funny, the like the the, the attack yeah, dogs hover. will like just like what are you doing here? <laughs> like there it was just it kind of feels like it's trying to be friendly at the same time like it's just too much. Yeah, it was. I think uh, just the volume of attendees and Nintendo yeah. is what yeah. made it a problem. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, wait for Pokemon now. Right. That design, yeah, that design wasn't great. Um, yeah, Sony. Was, not to pick on Sony, but man, I thought XC was great. Actually, so, so, the Sony have outside of the VR game, Sony had three games. And it was like really shockingly like I, I didn't get to see any. They, no, they, had, just, like, they had like a theater area, and I was just like, "What is this?" I liked yeah. XC though. They had playable demos. They even had a little mm-hmm. storefront as well. So I thought, yeah. you know, it was small and sweet. XC was cool. XC yeah. always has a, always I, has a good booth, and, and this year was unusually good for them too. Well, yeah. I thought it was a little bit small and cramped. It was small, but but they also personally. didn't have like the volume anyway, so mm-hmm. it didn't matter. When we went for our appointment, it was very busy. And, and so. sorry, guys. Yeah, no Cold Steel three appeared. No, yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. I think it was a bummer to me because usually yeah. booths are really, really I would, spacious. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. And this one was absolutely not. I, yeah. well, I'm, that's I'm, the problem with Smash Bros. too. I think they still, the have the yeah. Yeah. they still have the biggest floor plan, I think, available for them. Yeah. So they're think, popular. Yeah. They want 20 million huge. Switch sales this year. Yeah. 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 Bethesda's was big this year. Yeah, Bethesda's was big. I mean, I didn't, I, throw it. I didn't go in it. Um, I, I would go with Capcom. Which, incidentally, yeah. is what we gave it to last year. <laughs> I, um, I, like, I, think I think I like Capcom's... Capcom's, yeah, Capcom's last year was really good. They had a big Street Fighter history wall instead of a Mega Man one, and they had an amazing Monster Hunter World display. For very historical oh, more company, company, they, they like, Oh, yeah, yeah. Devil May Cry. Yeah. I would say like, Capcom <laughs> first and then runner-up. Either you guys feel pretty strongly about Xseed or, or like... I don't know. I liked Nintendo's a lot. It was just too hard to navigate. So I, I, yeah. I, yeah. I, I like the idea. Just pretty good. Yeah. I like. Mm. I didn't. I really. Uh, didn't. I, I liked what I just, they had. I just like the I I would. I would put Namco or Capcom first, personally. Capcom. Yeah, Namco. Uh, Capcom. 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 Yeah. Capcom. Capcom. Yeah. Yeah. They pretty good boots. Yeah. They're, they're they just good. need to have a sales section for all the cool figures they got on display. It's infuriating. Yeah. I don't do sure. Also, I, I did get to see a, uh, a pretty cool presentation we were talking about the FF14 uh, Monster Hunter World crossover with, with the producers of each game on stage. Oh, nice. Chumming out. It was in, like, the Square Enix Live Presents booth thing. No, no, no it, was, uh, it was Tuesday near the end of the day, and uh, Yoshida joined um, the Monster Hunter World presenter at the, at the Capcom booth. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, cool. yeah. Cool. yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, I guess we can hash that runner up later. That's true. I mean, that's what we want to give it to um, Konami. Slow <laughs> right. well down. All right, moving All right, on. Thank you. Was <laughs> <laughs> Konami even there? I don't, I don't think. So. I think that, I saw. I saw a person they, wearing a Konami shirt. They had a meeting room, I think. Okay. So, oh. um, it's food, so I don't think they have anything. <laughs> well, do they? Do they even show erotic potty slot action games at E3? <laughs> yeah, but those are only available on the visual displays for their exercise bikes at their health clubs. We Capcom was our favorite. Yeah. 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 Okay. So I'm, I'm, I, I mean, as a Capcom fanboy, I support this, but I'm a little surprised. <laughs> no, no, Capcom Studios had a great booth. Yeah, they did. They, they, they just did. had a lot of cool things to see. They had they the, did, yeah. the Mega Man display, and they're yeah. good about their booth design. Mm-hmm. Like it's not too. That's important. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So you could Are, say, oh, sorry. Oh, 
Are we doing biggest franchise milking again? Oh. Last year it was Skyrim. This year it would probably wow. be Skyrim. Skyrim. <laughs> the fact that I called my boyfriend and he called the Elder Scrolls 6 Skyrim 6 kind of says it all. It's perpetuated like the game of consciousness yes. all over the world at now, this point. They're aware of it and they joke about it, but it's still they're still doing it. Yeah. Still, I, mean, I mean, Skyrim it's Lester. still true, but like it's less funny this time. Yeah. 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 I mean, we don't have to mean. <laughs> I would just no, think, I, just I would just say like the award, I mean the award was like clever and funny last year but like I wouldn't do it again just to do it right which is why we're not doing the Final Fantasy fourteen award this for year fun, yeah. for MMOs named Final Fantasy. Hey, that was a cool fight. It was mm-hmm. a cool fight. How many times did you really try present. it? Three. Uh, did you ever win? Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You got the shirt? Yeah. I needed like more than like two Final Fantasy fourteen players in my party to get it. Go figure. Nice. All right, what's our next category? Well, the last category is overall, unless there was some other Dragon category Quest. we wanted to throw in. Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. I support Dragon Quest. Dragon Quest. I have Dragon no strong feelings. I'm the only thing so. I, I, would, I mean, I would love to agree, because I think that game looks great, but it's, I don't know. I, I know. Devil May Cry 5. My Devil Dragon. It's a joke. But what yeah. about Cyberpunk? That would be the, the award to add, Song of the Show. Or, yeah, Song of the Show. Song of the Show. Yeah. Uh, Devil Trigger. Devil Trigger. Right around Fast Food Song. Yeah, yeah. I guess it doesn't reflect the game of all the world. It's such a brilliant, catchy song. It's terrible. Why would they do that? Dragon Quest XI, runner-up Cyberpunk? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. Sounds good to me. I mean, you only have my word to go for it, but it was pretty cool, guys. It's a I trust that given the people behind it and the concept and the level of... Mm, that's been nothing I feel like that, getting around that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that may have been like the cleanest and most quickly agreed upon game of the show dis- discussion <laughs> we've ever had. But like the categories were a bunch of them, like game of the show. That one, okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap. Everyone, Bye, everyone that like, went near it, like loved it. So it's yeah. so yeah, good. It, it looked, it was played so well. Man, I wanted to try out the. Uh, they have the more dynamic battle system that you can toggle on. Yeah, that lets you actually oh, yeah, free run around. I'm a bibblet for the series, and I'll still say, yeah, sure. Wait, Alana, didn't you try that? You did. I liked it a lot. Did you try yeah. the free run? Yeah, thing? yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think it. Sorry. No, I, it sort of reminded me vaguely of Final Fantasy XII, even though you're still entering commands mm-hmm. at your own pace. But in 12, it's sort of like, yeah, you can move around. It doesn't do anything, but you can do it to be like, woo. It's just nice, though. Yeah, I like to I, do that. I think it adds, it adds visual interest, even though it doesn't really affect anything. And uh, it's it, it, totally up to preference whether you like the, you know, the, the, the enemies facing each other or the sort of crowd mixing yeah. up version. That's it. Mm-hmm. It also reminds me of a little like Wild Arms Three and Ultra Code F, how they would like run around the enemies in circles, but mm-hmm. also didn't oh yeah, that's matter. where you could just move around. I totally yeah. what you well, they like they did it automatically, but yeah. yeah. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I think it sounds like most of us can come to a consensus that Dragon Quest Eleven was an excellent showing, mm-hmm. and we're all very enthusiastic about it. And I do think. Newbies, that is, what did you guys think of E Three? Yeah, fun. E Three was fun. Uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, uh, go. <laughs> up. That in front was Trent the entire time. Uh, uh, yeah, well, I mean, we did have, you know, we have Nathan uh, from Canada, we have Trent from Australia, and we have Alana from Britain. So it's like three three people, uh, all new to E3 and all from different countries. So, uh, like, sorry that you had to come to L.A. Full offense intended to L.A. because I don't like the city. But, uh, <laughs> It's not bad. I don't know. I've only been here for like four days. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. It's yeah. There is a hell of a. You need bring some headphones because you will need like time yeah. on your own. Yeah. It's mm. been really fun though. Like the people make it really. That's it. Well, yeah. so people make it and seeing people laugh when I said the people is what made you three great. Exactly. And people's enthusiasm makes it like I don't want to end on a downer, but there's been a lot of negativity over the last couple of oh, weeks yeah. in the industry and the press and it's just nice to have a group of people to be positive around so yeah. Well, yeah, despite absolutely. a lot of our kind of back and forth thing I thought this was a really great E3 show I was impressed I by a lot of the titles yeah, yeah. I thought it, it was there's well. a lot of like nice surprises there but like lots of yeah. bit smaller games that uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. are kind of in the radar yeah, I thought this was great. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's so easy to, to throw in a negative opinion and it's so much, you know, more quote-unquote interesting to be negative uh, than it is to be positive about things. But for the most part, I love yeah, this E3. I, I thought it was so. great. But, yeah. <laughs> I think being positive.
positive is the way to go. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. So, so next year we're just going to be called Super Smash Brothers fan because that was like the biggest game of the show. Yeah, uh, I know. <laughs> it sort of really takes some steam out of RPG fan when, uh, yeah. Oh, I God. thought you were a Devil Trigger <laughs> fan. And Devil Trigger. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, the, so game of the show, <laughs> Devil May Cry 5, <laughs> runner-up, <laughs> Devil Trigger. <laughs> that is so good. Can we, can we like notify like what the main word is for each year at E3? So definitely Devil Trigger is this yeah. year. Small was two years ago. And Peach Beach was last year. Peach Beach was last year. Yeah, Peach, Peach, Peach. None of this is going to make any sense to anyone listening. Our biggest fans will. It's true. Like Mike Wooten. Yeah. Thanks, Mike. What a good guy. This is for you, Mike. Yeah, shout out to Mike, good buddy, listener of the podcast, who got to come to E3 again this year and spent some time with us and graced us with a bunch of really cool like books and things. Great guy. Uh, so, big shout out to you. Round of applause for Mike. Yeah. I hope you're listening. I hope you uh, have your night made. Also, we forgot to give the um, Good Boy Award for Good Boys to the Ragnarok hat from Valkyria Chronicles 4. Yeah. Oh, it's so cute. Elena literally has a cute. hat of a dog wearing a hat, so it's... It's pretty meta. Yeah, it's... Meta. <laughs> I feel quite powerful. <laughs> you look quite powerful when you wear it, yeah. It's yeah. cute. He's, an, he's adorable. Well... I think that will probably do it for this special E3 2018 episode of Random Encounter. If you like the show, please consider listening, uh, well, listening to it through the RSS feed or subscribing via iTunes. You can leave us a review on iTunes as well. That would be super cool. Or you can write us some fan mail at podcast at rpgfan.com. And I did specifically say fan mail because I don't want anything but fan mail. No, no negative opinions here. No criticism. No. Um, we, we really appreciate you all tuning in. Oh, and um, uh, I was your host, Derek Amesburg, and you can follow me on Twitter uh, at Embryonx. That's at E-M-B-R-Y-O-N-X. And uh, everybody else has Twitters, too. I don't know if you all want to like go into sharing it. Yeah, it's on the staff page. Yeah, so you can get it on the staff page. So I just decided to show because um, I have the authority to do that. So um, thank you for tuning in. We hope you send us some mail. We hope to hear from you on the Discord, etc. And let us know what your top picks for E3 2018 are as well. Thanks for listening. For Trent, Alana, Mike, Mike, Nathan, <laughs> Steph, Liz, and Jeff, 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 Jeff. And there is a boat named Jeff in the Adventure Time RPG. There is a boat named Jeff. And for that, for that boat named Jeff, we thank you for listening, and we will see you all later. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Until next year. Devil Trigger. Devil Trigger. Devil Trigger. Devil Trigger.